Oh, come all you faithful. You ever feel like it's oh, come all you unfaithful? You ever feel like I don't measure up, I don't add up, I don't have all of my ducks in a row? I'm glad, as that last song said, for the broken, for the unholy, for the unworthy, those are the people he came for. And so today, if you're here and you have that feeling in your heart that I'm not worthy, if you only knew who I really was deep down inside, can I say I don't know? I probably don't want to know. But I can tell you this, God knows. And he loved you so much that 2,000 years ago a baby was born. And that's what this Christmas season is all about. I do want to welcome back Jeff Witt. One of our elders had knee surgery. And uh, Jesus makes the lame to walk. And Jeff walked in this morning. But uh, good to see Jeff back. I want to pick on him more, but it's Christmas Sunday, so I won't. At his age, I'm just glad he's still walking. I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. And he doesn't, he's not giving announcements at the end, so you, have, you can't say anything. Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> and if I can, uh, just for our church family, Vivian Whitman was involved in a car accident last night, and they're not here today, obviously, so just pray for her. I'm not, uh, I don't believe it was super serious per se, but I know she'll be out for a little bit. So if, if you can, church family, please uh, keep her in your prayers. And then if you're here today and you came in after we greeted you, if you're here for the first time or second time, first time in a long time, I want to welcome you or welcome you back today. Thank you so much for being at Keystone Church. Um, we're not perfect, but we love Jesus, and we try our best to bring other people along beside us and introduce them to Jesus. And so that's our goal. We are today going to be in the famous Christmas text, Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2 this morning. If you have your Bibles, great. Um, if you don't have your Bibles, that's completely fine. You can open up an app in your phone if you have it. If not, we have it on the screen for you. But we're going to preach today on the subject, the only one worthy. The only one worthy. I could just start preaching, but I, let's go to the text first. Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 8. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled 
at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Heavenly Father, speak through your word today. Thank you so much for this Christmas season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. A great announcement we see here. Um, the announcement of the birth of Jesus. Now, here in 2021, over the last few years, announcements have become very popular. Um, some of my favorite things to do is watch uh, gender reveals gone bad, you know? Uh, swing and miss baseball bat gender reveals, um, just crazy things. Fire started through, uh, through gender reveals. Uh, we like to announce things in creative ways, right? We, we have engagement pictures done now. When I'm so old that back when we got engaged, we never considered having someone there to snap pictures. And we didn't like, I didn't get down where the light was shining just properly from the sun to where the, the photographer could, forget, could get just the right angle. Um, but we, we love, and, and I, by the way, I love that. I love capturing the moments, right? Uh, can I just say, sometimes in capturing the moments, don't forget to actually be in the, be in the moment. Um, but we love to announce things. We love to announce things. Um, I love it when we get a, uh, a uh, wedding announcement, a save the date, you know, like 11 months ahead of time. And then uh, we get the, the wedding announcement, wedding invitations. Love all of those things. Some of them are cheesy. Some gender reveals I've seen are ridiculous. Ridiculously cheesy. I thought about this morning playing a few of them for you. I decided not to. We're all kind of a little dressed. It's Christmas, man. I know I look like a checkerboard. But uh, if, it, if we get bored, I'll just lay down and we can play checkers. It's all good. But, uh, but I'm like, you know, we're a little dressed up today. I won't show videos. But I had some. All that to say, announcements. They're important. Hey, listen, we need to let you know about something. In X amount of months and X amount of weeks or days, so-and-so is getting married to so-and-so. Or we need to let you know something. We're having a child and this child is going to be a man. Or this child is going to be a lady, a little lady, right? But here these shepherds, performing their duties, not one of these shepherds named in Scripture. We're not sure if these shepherds were Hebrew. We, I would probably think that they were, but we don't know. Were they Jew? Were they Gentile? All we know is there were some shepherds and they were doing their jobs, tending to the sheep. And for some reason, God decided to send the announcement, the gender reveal, the save the date. This was more than save the date. He's here. The announcement. The birth of the Savior to some shepherds. I don't know this for sure. I like to think that God, being the chief shepherd, had a soft spot for shepherds, has a pastor and elder. I mean, I'm even going to take it as far as maybe God has a soft spot for the under-shepherds of his church. I don't know that. But for some reason, God decided to announce this to shepherds. And this morning, briefly... I want us to dig into this story as the shepherds 
are made known the birth of Christ. Number one, I want us to see this in the text, that the angel of the Lord tells us who can worship. The angel of the Lord tells us who can worship. Look back in your text, Luke chapter 2, look at verse 8. There were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, what did the angel of the Lord say? Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. In a world full of qualifications, in a world full of certifications, in a world full of you must have this in order to do this, in a world full of you must have five years experience, For this entry-level position, it's like, that doesn't make sense. How am I supposed to get the five years experience for this entry-level position? In a world full of, you can't until you, the angel of the Lord appears. And he says that this Savior, this baby that is born in that manger, he is for all people. He is for all people. People, And if we're not careful, this mentality of you must have fill in the blank in order to fill in the blank has crept into our spiritual lives. So often people that are far from God feel like before I can believe, I must fill in the blank. Before I can come to Jesus, I must clean up, fill in the blank. Before I can truly make Jesus my Savior, I must. And the angel of the Lord here refutes that and says, no, this will be to all people. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. This angel of the Lord was giving the good news, the gospel, the good news of Jesus' birth. And he was saying that the good news is for all people. And in that day, that really meant a lot. If you've been in our Mark series that we've been in for several weeks now, If you've been with us in our Mark series, you understand that the Jews thought that the Messiah was coming simply for them. They thought he was going to be their nationalistic leader. And so for for them to come and say that, no, Jesus is not just for the Jews. Jesus is also for the Gentiles. And thank God I'm a Gentile this morning, so thank God that he came for the Gentiles. But that was a very uh, interesting and touchy subject back in this day, that he had come for all people. Yeah, the shepherds, the lowly shepherds, the shepherds who were the blue-collar class of society, the shepherds that probably stunk, that were outside all the time watching those sheep. Yes, for them. For those shepherds that we're not sure whether they were Jew or, or Gentile. Yes, for them, because for all people. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. That means this morning that it doesn't matter what your past is, it doesn't matter what happened this week at work. It doesn't, what hap- what doesn't matter what happened this week in your house. This good news, this Jesus, is for all. It's for all people. And that should not cause us to get to swell up in pride this morning. That should cause us to bow our knees in humility this morning. That this, this, 
this child named Jesus, the one who literally the, the calendar exists upon. We count our years based upon this child. He came for you. He came for all people. But that's not all. The angel of the Lord told us who can worship. But now the angels, secondly, tell us how to worship. Look at verse 13 in the same, back in our text. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Man, this is something that, that I preach here over and over and over again. Notice the flow of worship. Glory to God in the highest and on earth Peace, goodwill toward men. Hey, listen, how to worship? We worship first vertically. Listen, our worship is straight to him. Glory to God. All glory to him. I got a, a, a promotion at work. All glory to God. We had, our, we had a baby and the baby's healthy. All glory to God. We got some good news. All glory to God. We got some bad news. All glory to God. Things didn't work out quite the way we thought it was. All glory to God. I got what I wanted. Glory to God. I didn't get what I want. Glory to God. Glory to God in the highest. And then on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Listen, when we get our vertical worship right, we then can have peace and goodwill to those people that we work with. Those people that you don't like that you work with. How many of you got people that you don't like that you work with? Raise your hand. Aaron Conley, keep your hand down. All right. It's the only one I was worried about. Um, <laughs> how many, Aaron's on staff here for those of you that are new. Um, but uh, how many of you, let's do it again. You, you can't lie in church, right? You can lie outside, but you can't, I'm just kidding, you can't lie outside either. Uh, how many of you work with somebody that you don't particularly like? Live stream, make sure you get all this. All right, cool. You know what? When we can have our vertical worship right, glory to God, listen, it makes it easier. To have peace with all men. Goodwill with all men. And you know what happens so often is we try to fix these and never addressing this. And let me tell you something. You're having issues with your spouse. You're trying to fix this. Don't fix this until you fix this. You're having issues with a family member. Maybe, maybe there's a sister or a brother or a parent that you haven't spoken to in, in months or Years, hey, please, please, don't fix this before you fix this. The angel showed us how to worship. It's, it's glory to God. And by the way, it's not glory to Josh. And it's not glory to you. And it's not glory to the church. It's not glory to anybody else. It's glory to God. But we must fix our vertical. We must worship vertically first before we can worship horizontally. Can I parallel that with what Jesus told us? Uh, earlier in the Gospels as well, that we should clean the inside of the cup instead of just cleaning the outside of the cup and the inside is rotten. It's the same principle. It's fix our hearts first and then fix our relationships with people second. So the angels tell us, first of all, the angel of the Lord said, all can come, all can come. Jesus is here for all. The angels then come and say, listen, this is how it's going to work. It's glory to God and then it's peace on earth. That's how we ought to worship this morning. 
But then thirdly, and I love this, the shepherds, they take what they heard from the angel of the Lord and from the multitude of the angels. And they tell us this morning who we ought to worship. Look at verse 15 back in our text, Luke chapter 2. Verse 15, so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said uh, to one another, let us, go, uh, go, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. The Savior, who is Christ the Lord, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, born in a manger, in a modern day barn, in a place where the animals would lie, This wasn't the sight that most people would have imagined, I'm sure. If you would have asked the shepherds two days before, hey, the promised Messiah is being born, they would say, which palace should we enter? They would ask, what should we wear to the fine occasion? But no, Jesus didn't come as the lording king. No, Jesus came as the lowly baby. They found him in a stable. They found him in a barn. But they found him. They found him. They found Jesus Christ, the promised Messiah, the one that the book of Isaiah had told them of, the one that the book of Daniel had told them of, the one that the book of Genesis in chapter 3, as soon as Adam and Eve fell into sin, the one they were told about all the way back in Genesis Chapter 3, Jesus, Jesus the Messiah. Can I tell you this morning exactly who they found lying in the manger? You see, it wasn't just a little baby. It wasn't just a little, uh, fle- some flesh and, and blood vessels and, and, and a brain and a heart. It wasn't just the makeup of a human being, uh, God in human flesh. It wasn't just that. This is who they found that day. They found our advocate, Jesus 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. You know who they found that day? They found the bread of life, Jesus. John chapter 6 and verse 35. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Who do they find that day? The chief Cornerstone, Jesus in Psalm 118, 22. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Who did they find that day? Jesus, the deliverer. 1 Thessalonians 1.10. Even Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come. Who did they find? Wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in that manger. They found faithful and true. Revelation 19.11. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true. Who do they find wrapped in in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger? The good shepherd. John chapter 10 and verse 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Who did they find that day in that stable? They found the great high priest. 
Hebrews 4.14, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Who do they find that day? Think back of our, our Moses series. They found the great I am that day. John 8, 58, Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Who do they find that day? They found Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Who do they find that day? Not just a baby. No, they found the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords, Revelation 17, 14. These will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them. For He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Who do they find in that, in that manger, in that stable? The light of the world. John 8, 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Who do they find that day? The mediator. 1 Timothy 2.5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Who do they find in the manger that day? They found peace. Ephesians 2.14, for he himself is our peace who has made both one. Who do they find that day in that manger lying there as a babe? They found our Redeemer. Our Redeemer, Job 19.25, for I know that my Redeemer lives and he shall stand at last on the earth who do they find barely born newborn in that in that manger they found the resurrection and they found the life john eleven twenty five. 25 jesus said to her i am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me jesus says though he may die he shall live who do they find in that manger they found the truth john eight thirty two. and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus said. Who did they find? They found the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, according to Isaiah 9, 6. May I say this morning, He is more than just the little baby in the manger. He is Jesus this morning. And He is worthy of all of our worship today. And can we worship Him this morning as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? And it's okay. The worship team's coming up. It's okay. That baby boy that was in a manger, he was born to blue-collar parents. That baby boy that was born in a manger, he would turn the water into wine. The carpenter's son. He would make the blind eye to see. He would feed 4,000 and 5,000 men with just a tiny amount of food. That baby boy would eventually make the lame to walk. He would cast out the demons out of the maniac. He would raise Lazarus from the dead. That baby boy, he alone is worthy. He's worthy of every bit of our worship. He's worthy of every bit of our honor this morning, every bit of glory, and every bit of adoration. He alone is worthy of your life this morning. But there will come a day, church, there will come a day that every knee will bow. And you have a choice to make this morning. You can bow your knee on this earth. Confess Him as Lord and confess Him as King. And He can save your eternal soul. Or you can wait until it's eternally too late. And guess what? You'll bow and you'll confess Him as Lord. 
and be eternally separated from him in a place called hell. You say, Merry Christmas. Hey, listen, that's the truth of Christmas. Is that Jesus came to die. That baby was worthy. He was worthy, and he is worthy. You know what he's worthy of this morning? He is worthy of our eternal worship. One day we will sit at his feet for all eternity and we'll say something like this. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Worthy, worthy is your name. We're about to worship in here and in all eternity. All of heaven joins the universe ever crying. Worthy, worthy, that baby. Worthy is your name. Would you stand this way? Thanks for listening today. If you're listening for the first time, we would love to hear from you. Maybe you have a question about the gospel of Jesus. If so, we'd like you to send us an email at hello at keystonerdu.church. If you're a regular listener to our podcast and you would like to donate to the media and outreach ministries at Keystone, your gift would allow us to do more in an effective way to get the gospel out. Thank you for partnering with us in ministry in Durham and around the world.